Hare Krishna. In our last podcast, we talked about the requirements of the person, the inner requirements of a person, who is trying to understand the Bhagavad Gita. That was our podcast number four. And this podcast, podcast number five, is about whom we should hear from, whom, from whom should we hear the Bhagavad Gita. In the Bhagavad Gita itself, and also in the, okay, Hare Krishna, so in our last podcast, the fourth podcast, we discussed the uh, inner qualifications of or the requirements for understanding the Bhagavad Gita. Uh, we discussed if the Bhagavad Gita is real or symbolic, and how to understand the Bhagavad Gita. We discussed how Krishna is the goal of the Bhagavad Gita, that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and uh, the relevance of the Bhagavad Gita today. We discussed how the Bhagavad Gita is a science and that the Word of God is actually as good as the Lord Himself. And we also spoken about why the Bhagavad Gita was spoken on the battlefield. And today uh, I'd like to uh, discuss something from a book called The Essence of the Bhagavad Gita and uh, this is uh, From Whom Should I Hear the Bhagavad Gita and all these things are very important we understood that in our last podcast podcast number four that only the knowledge obtained by Sapta Praman the Vedic scriptures is perfect not only should we turn to it, Sapta Praman. Sapta Praman means pure sound, pure knowledge. Everything is completely pure, not adulterated or changed in any way from the way it came down from 5,000 years ago from Lord Krishna who spoke the Gita on the battlefield of Kurukshetra. So, today we're discussing that we should receive this knowledge personally from a qualified teacher, a guru. A guru means uh, heavy, somebody who is grave with knowledge, who is fully self-realized, not just somebody who has knowledge, but somebody who has fully realized the knowledge and is living that knowledge himself. And there is a sloka in the Mundaka Upanishad which says that in order to learn this uh, transcendental science, one must submissively approach a bona fide spiritual master who is coming in a disciplic succession and who is fixed, realized, in the absolute truth. So people say, so why do I need a guru? And uh, it is actually a fact sometimes when we quote from scriptures, people uh, reject that we should uh, and say that we should not have 
We blindly surrendered our independent thinking to some authority, and I think that uh, they should find the absolute truth themselves without anybody telling them, uh, and their belief that they can rely on their own power of uh, distinction and analysis rather than merely accept someone else's opinion as gospel truth. Um, and their challenge, why should truth be the monopoly of some particular authority? And moreover, why accept everything that any particular authority says? I should just accept what I think is right uh, or good and uh, reject the rest. Well, okay, so this is how they feel. And in this way, they want to be free and get the best from what all authorities have to say. So they're going around and get a little bit here, get a little bit there. And it all ultimately ends up a little bit like a mishmash because from the start they haven't understood what the absolute truth is. So they don't really know what they're thinking about. So it's a bit more like uh, intellectual sense gratification rather than a sincere search for the truth. But you see, before being so apprehensive about accepting spiritual authority, there are many examples from everyday life which show us that we have been accepting authority uh, from our early childhood. We are, for example, consciously or unconsciously accepting authority while seeking, seeking help from a doctor and by accepting the advice and medicines from a qualified physician, are we not putting our faith in him as a medical authority? Or as soon as you ride in a bus, you're allowing yourself to be controlled by the bus driver. And you do that without checking the license of the driver every time you drive in a bus. And an engineering student who wants to study electrical engineering, for example, accepts the authority of his teacher or the authority of the books published by scientists. And a child accepts that the mother is telling him, oh, this is your father. And through the mother, mostly he comes to know of everyone, brother, sister, and so on. And from newspapers and radio, I don't know today, these days, um, not every newspaper is truthful. Real journalism is a little bit upside down. But in general, from newspapers and radio, we understand that such and such events that are taking place in China and India, and we're not expecting these events, uh, experiencing these uh, events directly, and we don't know whether such events are actually taking place, but we, we do accept the authority of the newspapers and the radio, and we don't really always question it. And so we have no choice but to, in everyday life, to believe authorities in order to get knowledge and be informed. And if you approach a group of normal people and call, call one of them and you ask, uh, can you tell me something about uh, 
medical doctors and uh, how they analyze a physical problem, a person might blink and say, oh, sorry, that's not my subject. And then you can call another and you ask, can you tell me something about uh, how to read music? And he say, oh, sorry, my background is not in that. So, but if you ask a question, can any of you tell me something about God, then every, everyone would suddenly croak like a frog. Oh, God, maybe like this and maybe like that, blah, blah, blah. But so this is the real problem. So an intelligent man should ask, what is your authority? And we found that we are subject to four defects. We discussed that earlier, I think it was podcast number three. And we were convinced that uh, our senses can, cannot give us perfect knowledge or even of even this material world. So then what to speak about things beyond matter, like spiritual subjects? So no one should dare speculate about spiritual subject matter, which is beyond our mind and senses and logic as well. So an intelligent person who understands the limitations of the senses, he doesn't accept the knowledge given by uh, material books of information. He only accepts, to some degree, he only accepts things spoken by God himself. And God himself alone is capable of delivering perfect knowledge. Because he's been there from the beginning. He has done everything we see. Absolutely everything in creation is created by him. So he has got absolute knowledge. And therefore, the spiritual master, who is his devotee and who has realized himself, he can deliver perfect knowledge to us. So anybody who has surrendered to God and is repeating God's message without adulteration, he can be accepted to be God's representative and perfect knowledge can be obtained from such a person. Even if you want to learn dance, music, athletics, karate, you are uh, or you take training under a teacher or coach. You agree to become an apprentice under an expert advanced under an expert advanced in that field. And so in this way we accept a teacher in every walk of life. So why not accept the authority of a teacher in spiritual life? Because we should know that we cannot approach God directly. We have to approach him through his devotees. Even when Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, when he descended to this world, he set an example by accepting Sandipani Muni as his guru. And Lord Ramachandra also, he accepted Vasista Muni as his guru to set an example. And so even the Supreme Personality of Godhead was the source of all wisdom and knowledge, the original source of all creation. He 
accepted a guru to emphasize the need of accepting such a guru. So next time we're talking about the disciplic succession, the Guru Parampara, the Sampradaya. And so today we discussed why we need a Guru and I hope this is explained all properly. And uh, I think this is my email. Um, somewhere in this podcast, I'm going to check that. But I'm also, I am on Facebook, where you can find me under Devashirad Das, D-E-V-A-R-S-I-R-A-T, and a new word, D-A-S, Devashirad Das. And you can make friends with me, and I'd be happy to answer your questions, and if I don't know, how to answer a question, I always know somebody will come. Alright, thanks very much and speak with you soon. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare.